Welcome to Business Pants. We are Free Float. We are Matt, Ari, Jesse, Damien. Today's podcast, Business Pants Corporate Theater. Let me hand it off to our MC and get the show going. Our corporate theater players this week are the extraordinary Courtney Cook, Phil Hawk, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. This week on the show, we dive directly into our stupid bag. Two Michigan ladies discuss a new Popeyes in town. New Starbucks CEO Lakshman Narsimhan learns how to make a French press coffee. And German Chancellor Olaf Scholz sings about banking. Uh, up First, our audience demographics show mediocre support in the Midwest. So we asked two women from Michigan to try their hands at writing a comedy sketch about the business news. And this is what they came up with. Thanks again, Connie and Sandy. And you too, Jacko. More coffee, Sandy? Oh, I love some, dear. Oh, you know, I love these afternoons when we get together and read the Bay City, Michigan business news. Oh, oh Connie, listen to this. Popeyes is coming to Midland. Oh, I love Popeyes. I always remember when we had lunch there on our trip to Des Moines. Oh, yeah. It says here the restaurant is under construction at 1807 South Saginaw Road, just north of Pie's Chinese Restaurant. Oh, I love Pie's Chinese. Their spring rolls are heavenly, though Mrs. Pie can be so rude sometimes. Uh, excuse me, ladies. Did I just hear you mention Popeye's chicken? Good morning, Jacko. Sandy, this is Jacko. The foreign exchange student I told you about, he's staying with Carl and I for a few months. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful to meet you, Jacko. Or should I say good day, mate? Uh, well, some of us don't really appreciate it, but uh, you do you. Look, you do realize how unhealthy Popeye's chicken is, right? Uh, 350 calories in one single piece. Mm. And these fast food places pump their chickens full of antibiotics. You know what that does? Mm. Yeah, well, maybe you can guess it, but the, uh, the overuse of antibiotics has been blamed for contributing to the rise of life-threatening human infections caused by antibiotic-resistant bacteria. Well, well, but Popeye sure does put a lot of spice in their food, though. Too much for me. <laughs> oh, oh, the Midland Mall auction has been postponed until March 28th. <laughs> Connie, wouldn't it be fun to own a mall? <laughs> well, maybe years ago, but not now. Malls are dying left and right, Sandy. It's so sad. <laughs> Says here the mall was built in 1991. Oh, my God, Connie. That's over 30 years ago. <laughs> I remember when that opened. 
Oh, the fun we had at that place. You know, that's where I met Ted at the Orange Julius. <gasps> oh, that's right. Oh, he was so handsome in that orange. I know. He never wears orange anymore. Ever since the stroke, he can't bear to even look at the color orange. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Um, geez, the human brain is so interesting. Oh, look. Mark Flagenheimer is retiring as CEO of Michigan Sugar Company. Wow. He was there for a long time. I know. It says here 25 years. Oh, gee. I remember Mark when he sang at our church choir. He had such a beautiful soprano voice. He was like a boy angel. I think you mean tenor, hun. Boys can't sing soprano. No, no, no. It was definitely soprano. Mr. Granger, the music minister at the church, called him our very own Beverly Sills. He wanted Mark to take these special voice lessons in Chicago, but his parents couldn't afford them. Mm. Oh, I wonder if he still sings. Oh, my God. Weren't you Michigan Sugar Company Queen? I just remembered that. Yes, I was. Michigan Sugar Queen for 1992. (laughs) I got to be in the Bay City Christmas Parade. I had a sash and a tiara. (laughs) Now, now hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hmm? A sugar company used a teenage girl as a promotional spokesperson? Uh. A sugar company? That's unbelievable. This country's obsession with sugar is mind-boggling, and the way they've always marketed sugar to kids is bloody evil. That's why your obesity numbers are through the roof and have been for generations. Oh, I I remember the tiara. It was so sparkly. Do you still have it? No. My brother Earl wore it for his Princess Di costume for a Halloween party. He won second place in the costume contest. He lost to Gary Babberschmidt's Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, yes. Mullets were huge back then. Anyway, he was doing the worm dance and he bent the tiara all up. He felt so bad. I just threw it away. Oh, hey, Sombrero's Mexican restaurant owner, Joseph Stricker, announced a new special just for Lent, Mojara Frida fish dish. Oh, that is delicious. I've had that. So good. You know, I think that's wonderful that Sombrero's does that for the Catholics. Uh, I mean, don't you think that naming a Mexican restaurant Sombrero's is a bit offensive? Hmm. I mean, Joseph Stricker. Stricker doesn't exactly sound like a Latino name. I mean, wouldn't you rather patronize a Latino-owned Mexican restaurant with authentic Latino cuisine? Um, The traditional Mexican dish, which the kitchen makes with either whole talapia or red snapper, has been so popular with customers that Stricker is considering adding it to the menu year-round. The fish is seasoned with the restaurant's signature seasoning blend and deep fried. Oh, that sounds so good. Oh, you should try it. It's so good. Do you have to be a Catholic to eat it, though? Since I'm Presbyterian, I I, I wouldn't want to eat something that Catholics have to eat. You you know, if, if that's the only thing they can eat during Lent, then I can sure have a burger or something. Presbyterians don't have a strict diet like the Catholics do. Well, Sombrero's has other fish dishes, so I think you'd be okay in ordering it. Oh, that's good. Oh, look! The Michigan Small Business Development Center has named Bay City's Barney's Bakehouse Bakery among Michigan's best small businesses. Well, good for them. Oh, 
my God. They're nutty fried donuts. They're like heroin to me. Bloody hell. More sugar and fat. Look, in my three weeks here, I don't think I've ever seen a piece of fruit in this house. Do any of you around here eat fruit? That's probably why Sandy's husband had a stroke. Jacko. You know, I think I preferred the donuts at Elaine's Bake Shop on Euclid Ave, but, you know, they closed last fall. Oh, I know. So sad. COVID really hit them hard, like so many small businesses. They never really rebounded after that. Well, extra kudos for Barney's Bakehouse Bakery for surviving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kudos. Look, if your government had helped out individuals and small businesses more back when COVID began, you'd all be in much better shape. In Australia, we had the pandemic leave disaster payment. That was $1,500 for two weeks if you had to isolate or quarantine. Then there was also the COVID-19 hardship payment. That was 270 bucks if you missed work because you or someone you cared for was isolating. And let's not forget the COVID-19 test and isolate support payment. That was an additional 320 bucks if you needed to self-isolate and couldn't work while waiting for a PCR test result. In comparison, it seems like you poor buggers were left out in the cold. Now just think, if the United States had programs like that, a lot of businesses would still be around. Oh geez, now I'm hungry for a Barney's Donut. Let's go get one. Or two. Ha ha ha, you're on. But I have to be home by 11. The plumber's coming over to look at the upstairs toilet. It's on the fritz again, and Ted kind of lost his plumbing skills after the stroke. I bet he did. I'll say it again, Sandy. The human brain is so interesting. Jacko, come with us to get a donut. I'd rather eat a piece of antibiotic pumped poultry. You know, Connie, he ought to come with subtitles. I know what you mean. His accent is so strong. Come with us, Jacko. We're getting a donut. Yum, yum. Jesus Christ. Oh, is he Catholic? You should take him to Sombreros. Oh, good idea. I love it there. You Me know, too. I love their new they have such... Up next, our Business Pants Corporate Theater decided to take a look at this headline. New Starbucks CEO to work half-day shift in stores monthly. According to CNN, new Starbucks CEO Lakshman Narsimhan just learned how to make a French press coffee. Here he is with his therapist explaining the exciting day. Good morning, Laxman. Nice to see you this morning. You too, Heather. You too. Well, here we are. Our first therapy session since you officially became CEO of Starbucks. Tell me. How's it going? (laughs) It's been a week. Tell me. Tell me. Were you able to take part in the barista training program like you'd hoped? Uh, yep. Well, tell me about it. Last week, you were just starting to tell me why this was important to you, why it was important to jump into the barista role. Let's start there. Well, I felt it was very important to start as a barista. I wanted to really understand what baristas do and how they do it. What they do and how they do it. So you wanted to do, like, some research? Yes, and I need to understand what my employees, uh, I'm sorry, my partners, that's how Howard Schultz framed things, gotta remember that, partners, partners, how my partners are experiencing the front lines. 
<laughs> partners. Sorry, I, I don't mean to laugh at that. It's just kind of a funny way to talk about people who work in your stores. We're in this together. We're a family, Heather. All right. All right. So tell me a little about this training program you partake in. Sure. I've learned so much about the retail experience from working in our stores, and I love it. I can now make an excellent French press, if I do say so myself. Well, that's fascinating. Uh, although I'm kind of curious, had you never used a French press before? Oh, gosh, no. Never. <laughs> never? Hmm, that's rather interesting coming from a Starbucks CEO. May I ask how you usually make your coffee? Make my coffee? Yeah, yeah. Make your coffee. Well, to be honest, I've never really made coffee before. You don't know how to make your own coffee? It's embarrassing, but no. I mean, now I know, after this barista training. Right, right. And I really did learn so much. I mean, I had no idea how complex the French press was. Did you? What do you mean, complex? Well, there are just so many steps. Are there? Yes, and you really have to pay attention and kind of do them in, in the right order, you know, not to muck it all up. I don't think I know what you mean. Well, here, let's go over it. This is good for me. I, I need to be tested on this stuff. Oh, shoot, I'm already forgetting what comes first. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Would you like to take a minute and maybe pull out your notes from the training session? Yes, 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 good idea. Okay, right. Here we go. First thing you do is boil water. Right, okay. Boil water. Step one. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. First, I think you grind the beans. That's right. That's right. Grind the beans. Well, hold on. I'm not trying to trip you up here, but are you sure it's necessary to grind the beans first? Yeah, because you have to have the beans ready to... Oh, wait, no. Maybe... Maybe you boil the water first. That's right. I, 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 I was right the first time. Boil the water first. Thank you. Okay, so first you boil the water, then what? Then I think you... Yeah, you, you get the bean ready. You grind the beans. And how does that work exactly? Well, you, you take a bag of beans and pour some in the grinder. Okay, okay. So you grind the beans. Is this while the water is boiling, or...? Yeah. Yes, no, that's right. While the water is boiling, you grind the beans. Okay, okay, okay. S see what I mean? This is not No, I stuff. know, I know. It, it requires a serious level of focus and concentration. I mean, I can imagine it's especially hard if there's just all this stuff going on around you. Like, like you've got your customers, placing orders, cash register sounds, people calling out names oh, for orders. And, uh, all of that is so distracting. Totally. Oh, man. Wow. So what do you do next? You've got your beans. you got your beans ground and your water's boiling. And, and then what? Okay, next is... Now, this is tough, but bear with me. Okay. You've got to put the right amount of beans into the French press, and that requires a certain level of math knowledge in the form of ratios. Okay, you've lost me. So here, let me try to simplify it. Basically, and don't, don't freak out at these numbers, but basically you've got to use a 1 to 12 ratio of beans to water. Oh my god, you're t you might as well be speaking gibberish here. I <laughs> Look, I'll make it simpler. No, 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 that's okay. I, I, I just have some math anxiety. That, that's all me, that's on me. Um, let's move on. What, what's next? Well, this is where it gets complicated. 
this is where it gets complicated? It's been so complicated so far. Jesus Christ. L listen carefully. Somehow you've got to get the boiling water into the French press. Now, you can't just hold the kettle with your bare hands. You, you've got to use a buffer of some kind, like an oven mitt or a glove of some kind. Something that will protect your hands. Good Lord. This sounds almost like an accident waiting to happen. That's why you need to really focus and ask for help if you need it. No one should be going alone here. Okay, okay. So you get the, you get the water into the French press with the beans. Then what? Okay, now the next part is critical. Setting the timer. Oh my god, how do you even know how long to set it for? It's a flat four minutes. The beans need to steep for four minutes. That just sounds... Wait, how do you know when the four minutes is up? Well, you set a timer. Starbucks provides timers. You hit set, then four, zero, zero, and then go. Oh my god. Oh my god, that doesn't sound so bad. Well, it is if you forget about it. So, so you really have to pay attention and keep your head in the game. What happens if you forget? Well, that's the thing. Luckily, it beeps when it's done. Oh, thank god. You're telling me. So the timer goes off. And that tells you what? That the coffee is ready. Wow, that is amazing. That is, it's that simple. Nope, 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 not done yet. Oh, Jesus, what now? Well, this is the part that truly does separate the men from the boys. The next step requires a certain amount of upper body strength to really pull it off. Oh, God, what? You have to carefully, with consistent pressure, but not too intense, because you don't want the thing sliding across the counter. Believe me, I did that plenty of times in my training, and the mess it makes is just... Uh, don't even get me started on the sanitation and mop use training. That's a whole other bag of beans. Okay, so, so you press it how? Press it down with the plunger. This takes considerable practice, and you just have to do it again and again to get it right. It's a bit of a muscle memory type thing. Most people get it, some don't, but most people eventually get it. Okay, so you've pressed the thing down. Is it ready? You betcha. Then you pour it into a paper cup and call the name of the customer and you're good to go. I've spent half a day a month working in one of my stores and it's just been the greatest, most illuminating thing for me to experience. I'm hoping it makes me a better CEO. I really do. Well, I think joining the guys on the ground, I think that's an excellent way to show that just because you're the man at the top, you can still make $16 an hour making French press coffee. Well, let's not go that far. My rate is still $4,471 an hour. Right, right, right. $8.8 .8 million annually. <laughs> and you don't even know how to make a cup of coffee. I know, right? 280 times the salary of a starting barista. Before I get to our last sketch, let me once again thank our business band's corporate theatre in alphabetical order. They are Courtney Cook, Philip Huck, Ashley Kutzer, and Mark McGee. And finally, let's end today's show with a delightful cameo from German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. 
as he attempts to soothe any fears related to Germany's beloved Deutsche Bank. Mr. Schultz, in fact, is so moved that he just can't help breaking out into song. Kudos, Olaf! Guten Abend, my fellow Germans. It is I, your beloved Chancellor Olaf Schultz. Please forgive me for interrupting your television and radio routine for tonight, but I wanted to take a few minutes to address the terrible rumors about our beloved Deutsche Bank. It seems some people are letting the unfortunate happenings with certain United States banks cause them to worry that something like that could happen to Deutsche Bank. Oh, my leaps, and rest assured that there is no cause for any concern. Do not listen to that chicken little Janet Yellen and Financial Stability Oversight Council. Do, do they really think that Deutsche could end up like their puny little trendy Silicon Valley bank? Do they really think that Deutsche could end up like Credit Suisse? More like Credit Suisse cheese, because I it has so many holes in it. <laughs> no, no, no. They know nothing about how German banks work. German banks are strong and resilient, no, no matter the crisis. Deutsche Bank is still sound and strong and very profitable. Just, just like Germany herself. Deutsche Bank is Deutschland, and Deutschland is Deutsche Bank. Uh, so... To calm your fears, I have decided to sing you a soothing, calming lullaby this evening. Now close your eyes, take a nice deep breath, and do not give even one thought about starting a run on a bank. There is no need. There is no need. There is no need. Everything's all right, just sleep tight. Don't you worry, just trust me. Solid and strong, there's nothing wrong. Deutsche Bank is not going anywhere. Deutsche has been here for 153 years. So calm your fears and dry your tears. Everything's all right. Don't excite our beloved Deutsche Bank forever. Don't you listen to Naysayer yelling? She knows nothing about Germany. Solid and strong, <sighs> there's nothing wrong. Deutsche is nothing like Credit Suisse cheese. Deutsche will continue to profit and grow. Profit and grow forever. Everything's all right. Just stay home. <laughs> Bless our Deutsche Bank forever. Uh, 
good for another six weeks. Probably more. Most likely more. I'll bye. Bye. We are bored Sabermetrics, and we will be back tomorrow without this silly voice, I promise. And please, go ahead, share this podcast with your pals.